This is Extreme Ag's Shortcuts. Let's get right into it. Hey there, in a previous recording, we did a discussion. To tissue sample or not to tissue sample? And frankly, it got a little heated. Chad is over here, Chad Henderson, Henderson Farms, Madison, Alabama. Been farming for a long time, standing in front of this beautiful bunch of corn that's a lab. Spent for, $3 million in tissue test. For agro-liquid, and we brought the agro-liquid girls out. That's Stephanie Zelenko with Agro-Liquid National Agronomist, Molly Alexander, Southeast Regional Agronomist for Agro-Liquid. And here's the deal, Chad says, what about tissue sampling? I think you need tissue tests to get your baselines, to understand where you're at, understand what your management level is, understand understanding your corn plants. Once you get your baseline as a farmer or your baseline on a individual farm, Molly, I'm not, not Molly, definitely not Molly, Stephanie, <laughs> make sure I'm proving our point. Once you, I mean, it's to get your baselines, it's to understand where you're at. But, oh, you, but you can also overdo it, and you, you can say, overdo and you it. You said that it gives you too many predictors. You can, it will give you heartburn, also, and also gives you it heartburn. Will, I, I was on three bridges at one time, y'all. In one month, I was on a bridge like I'm going to jump. This is it. This is it. I'm not doing it anymore. I cannot fail again. But see, that's All your right, fault. Wait a second. With a tissue temple, Sam, a tissue tested at the wrong time. So I told you, guys, <laughs> dear listener and viewer. But here's what we're going to do in this recording. We're going to decide if you are going to tissue sample. How do you do it? Why do you do it? When do, when you, do, do you do it? There you go. And then what do you do with the results? Because we Ooh. couldn't get along on whether you should or shouldn't. Now we're going to say, if you're going to, by the way, if you're going to, Molly, if you're going to tissue sample, Chad's got a point. You spend a lot of money, spend a lot of time. You're running all over the countryside grabbing these samples. And then afterwards, you're like, I couldn't possibly treat all this stuff. I'm overwhelmed. I think I side with Chad. I do too, but there are plenty of people that have a crop consultant, an intern, and somebody else that can do it and read it for you. So That's what I was missing. <laughs> <laughs> That's your own fault. Stephanie, um, you know, he talked about money. I can give you all kinds of reasons here, uh, and I want you to answer me this. He, he, he said, okay, it's kind of costly. By the time I get those samples pulled, sent to the lab, back from the lab, I get my results. Then I need a few days to sort stuff out with my agronomist, like Stephanie here, or Molly right here. And then I'm like, it's, I've missed the window by two weeks. Molly's big point was, hey, you're going to know before the problem's there. Not really. You're still going to be two weeks into a problem. What do I do? I mean, if we're going to do this, if we're going to do the sampling, now what? Now what? You've got me... Uh, two weeks after we pulled the sample, I know I'm ready to do something. I, what do I do? On one more point, what I suggested to people too is when you pull a tissue samples, pick one item and pick fix one. Yeah. Maybe boron, okay. or maybe nitrogen, or maybe phosphorus. Well, look maybe. at the look at the crop. Look at the limiting factor of nutrients in the specific crop that you're in, and then address that. Yep. Don't try to chase five different racehorses right. through the field. Like pick your one good, probably most limiting point. factor and address that. Okay. I think that is where your money and time is more. And, and you will learn a lot about your crop. I'm yes. not definitely not saying not tissue sample, but here Stephanie's gonna show us how to tissue sample. If you're gonna tissue sample, maybe I'm doing it wrong. Maybe I'm just doing it wrong. <laughs> hey, we get weird results. How, how, many, how many plants are out here in this acre? How many plants are in this acre? We planted 36,000. Okay. We dropped we drop 36. Okay, so 36, let's say, 28. So we got we got 33,000 that actually are living, 34,000? Well, that's if you planted it. If I planted it, we have probably 35,828. Right. 800, right. 800, okay, you lost 200 plants. We got 35,000 plants out here. That's a hell of a lot of sample. Am I pulling, how, where am I pulling the samples from? How, how tall up the plant? When do I do this? Stephanie, help me. So that's the critical part about tissue sampling, because if you're not pulling the right part of the plant, you're not going to get good results or good answers to those questions. So if you have a little tiny plant up to V3, so three leaves, you want to cut that entire plant off, 
get 20 of those, put them in the bag, send them off to the lab. That's the 20 that he just because lost it's that 36, a, Remember, 000. it's not about the amount of leaves you have in the bag. It's about the amount of mass in the bag. Yes. Yep, they it have to have enough to mass. dry down and grind that up to get yep. a good sample to analyze it. Okay. You take how many per acre did you say? 20? About 20 to 25 samples per acre. Okay. Now, in a zigzag yep. pattern. No, wait a minute. That's just, he's got, he's got <laughs> in the same variety. Of, he's got thousands of In the of same acres. variety, in the po same population. Right. Uh -huh. In the zigzag pattern. Yeah, uh -huh. in the same In the same size. field. In the uh -huh. same soil type. I hope you leave breadcrumbs. Hell, I'd get lost out there doing all this. So anyway, how, is he doing that on every acre? The man has 5,000 acres of corn. Is he going to pull 5,000 <laughs> times 24 plants? No. I'm going to say pick one or two fields. Yes. Like pick your lower producing field and pick your top producing field. Okay. And then you have a comparison to see what's good. You know, why is this field good? And then what is lacking in this field so you can move that production up on that okay. poor producer? So at least we just did the thing that Chad kept saying. You could do this so much that you're going to have so much. In information obesity is a term I've heard lately. I got so much information, I don't even know what to do with it. It's, it's falling out of itself here. I don't know what to do with it. All right, so you just grabbed me two acres, basically, between two fields, and you said start there. Then what? Uh, well, once you've pulled those and you've sent them into the lab of your choice, you get your results back usually within... Three days. Three, three days, depending. Now, okay. you always want to send them where yep. they're not going to be in transit, like over a weekend yes. or such. So you always yes. want to send the samples. Um, tissues need to go in paper so they can breathe. We don't put tissues in plastic. Um, the plant has to be able to breathe because if there's any mold or mildew when they get the samples, they the lab has a choice to ditch those. Okay. So be very careful. Put Always put tissues in paper. Uh, um, if you pull them in the evening time, because people don't always get time, yes. if you pull them in the evening time, go leave the bag open and stick it in your refrigerator until yes. you ship it next and day. And you can put um, you can put damp paper towels over them yep. as well to keep them like nice and stay yep. stay wet where they don't get crispy and dry. We're trying to keep them as real life as mm -hmm. possible. Okay, we just pulled them and we sent them, and then they come back to me, and then I've got. Uh, I got the Wall Street Journal worth of information. Oh God, I'm missing molybdenum and I don't have enough boron and it looks like manganese is over the top and my calcium to, what is that thing you talk magnesium about? Magnesium ratio. ratio is all over the place. What the hell do I do now? It's a little bit uh, daunting. I'm going to say, you know what? I'm just going to just let things go, right? No, what do I do? Well, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier with that limiting factor. So um, if you're pulling them early on, there are certain factors you need to look at. Your biggest ones are NP and K, of course. So those are going to be the ones we're measuring to look at to make sure we have a good start and good takeoff. Mm -hmm. um, you do want to look at your micro levels as well and make sure because those are big mover and facilitator of MP and K. So early MP and K mm -hmm. and micros. Mm -hmm. When we move forward into more of the um, like early to mid-season testing, this is where it starts going off the rails where this you is, can... This is not where we're doing those little four-inch yeah. plants yep. anymore. Now no. we've moved on to grabbing Now we're leaf. towards the middle. One yeah. more thing. We'll, put, we'll pull our tissue samples. When we do pull, we'll pull the tissue samples in front of the application. Yes. So, like, we're going to have... We know it before V5, we're going to have a herbicide application. Mm -hmm. So that's why we're going to pull it V3, and we're going to say, okay, well, I'm gonna, I have two leaf stages, which in that time frame is probably, what, almost six days apart because it's cooler five to six yeah, days early. Well, it depends, yeah. So you're hoping that you have enough time to get those samples in and then get a yep. result back. And of course, they don't mail it. It ain't Pony Express. You'll have the, yep. Once they have the results, they're emailed to mm -hmm. you. And then you say, yep. all right, I got my results. I was getting ready to do a treatment. And this result says, oh, crap, I've got extra, extra boron or whatever. But anyway. Okay. So <laughs> when we pull them when they're not four inches, Stephanie, show me how I do it. When a plant's as tall as you, what do right. I do? So if we have a plant that, like send this one back plant? here, I just send the whole you're plant? not going to send the whole plant. So when we have anywhere from that three leaf up to this stage where we don't have any reproductive, so no tassel, no ear development, you're going to pull the most fully developed or the collared leaf. 
So we're gonna go through that plant, you're gonna look, and you can always see this little line, and you can find that top leaf, and that's the one that you're gonna show. So it has that's a little bit collar. of a different color. That's uh -huh. the collar. So that's the leaf you're gonna pull. Off. Yep, take that off, All right. and that's the one you're gonna send. So again, 20 to 25 of those leaves. Do you have to get a 24-inch envelope, or can no, I fold it up? you can you fold them. them. So okay. you can always fold them. Well, it has to go on paper, it has to be shipped yes. a certain way, media after we, mail. After we get to that size leaf, we pull 10 to 15. Yep. Yeah. Because you it's have enough mass. mass. Uh -huh. It's about mass. I mean, you won't get 25 in the bag. No, okay. you so have to go, send multiple. So we still, do we go to the same acre or do we go to a different acre? For consistency, you're going to go to the same acre because right. you want to compare over time. How many samples should I pull per season? I did it when it was four Ooh. inches tall. Ooh. I'm doing it right now when it's Molly? about. Well, that's corn. By the way, by, and, and, <laughs> and, corn. And I remember I'm a dairy farmer. I call this five foot tall corn. <laughs> the actual reproductive stage is known as V. What is this right This here? is, well, it's. Say taller than R, R, probably three. Yes. R3. Okay. Well, I was talking about the plant that we pulled, Molly. Oh, the, the one you pulled? Oh, the yeah. one you pulled, it yeah. Would, it, would be, it would be yep. like like almost 10. Pre 10, be yeah. okay. 10, probably. So, we'll it, what's the number? Probably anywhere probably from 10, 10 to 12. Okay. Yeah. So is that enough? I pulled it at four inches tall and I pulled it at V10, you call it? Okay. Is that enough? No, you need to keep going because you want to see once we're moving that nutrition from the leaves into the ear production, mm -hmm. you need to see what that plant is doing and what we're starving of you know, as we're going into that yield portion of the crop. Okay, so I'm gonna pull three times a year? At least three times All a right, year. All right, let's go to a bigger crop, a bigger stock. Now, this is a bigger stock right here, but it's also same time of season. Do I, we're right now recording this at the very end of June. I'm pulling this in sometime in mid to late June here in North Alabama. When's my third sample come? Yep. So your third sample is going to come, you know, once we start that ear development. And when we're looking at that, we're starting to push all the nutrients from the leaves, again, into that ear production. So now when you're pulling, you want to find that primary ear. So if you have more than one ear on there, you want to find that primary ear and pull the leaf opposite, so the opposite side of the ear and below. So we'd be pulling this ear right here. So we, or leaf right here. So we just came down the plant. You come down on, the plant. On, on, on a second pull, I was going up the plant. Now I'm coming down the plant right. and I'm grabbing the one under the mm. primary ear. <laughs> So, I'm folding that again? Yeah. Can I just fold it once? Yeah. Can I fold Whatever it takes you to fold it twice. <laughs> but you got to fit it in the envelope. All right. And then what am I, late season, we're talking, and here it'd be sometime in July. Right. Anytime after we get that tassel, we're going to be pulling below and opposite the ear. Chad, what do you, and I know you get, you, you're like, I'm getting too much information. What are you looking for when it's like this, towards so, the end? So this is what we like. We like the good color. Um, here it's in the striping. Mm -hmm. You know, this could be a couple of things. This could be sulfur. Yep. This could be mag. Could be nitrogen. This could be nitrogen. But we're looking at this striping. A lot of times what you see on this striping is a is a leaf that it could be growing rapidly. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. so there's multiple things. I, I don't get so real worried. It could, it could be something. It could be nothing. Yep. I don't get real worried about the striping. But when you send it in, that's your that's your diagnosis just by eyeballing it. The lab's yep. going to tell you. Yep. That's it. That'll tell you. And You'll then, see it. And then what am I looking at when I'm closer towards well, the end? Well, here what we're looking at is we've got a good wide leaf. Look how much difference it is. And when we're talking about mass, you know, we're talking about we could, we'd have to have maybe 10 to 15 of these where we could maybe have 8 to 12 of these. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because, again, we're talking about mass. Yes, yeah, so we pulled 24 little plants. We mm -hmm. pulled maybe 15 to tw 20 of those size plants. Yeah. And right. we only pulled 6 or 8 of these. Uh -huh. to, yep, 10 okay. of those. And then uh, Molly's point. Uh, shooting for the most limiting factor. Okay, you found a lot of stuff out, but here's the one that's glaring. Mm -hmm. Who tells you that? Um, the lab? No. I mean, your lab will sometimes, depending on who you use, they'll make some suggestions at the bottom, and those are very generic and base, based on, like, a standard of what should be found in that plant. You should, if you have a consultant, talk with them. If you have an agronomist, 
talk with them. If There's not, plenty of we'll different flash options. Molly's number up on the bottom of the screen. Uh -huh. Call her. Right. Make sure you use my she's, <laughs> She is the tissue sampling proponent of all tissue sampling proponents. Y'all have got it all. Yes. Uh, <laughs> hey, answer me this then. I got to know this. Um, it's all about money. Chad did make a point that, hey, wait a minute. If I'm going to spend all this money, I'm really finding out stuff that I can't fix this year anyhow. Why don't I just go ahead and go with what I'm pretty sure works by going out here through all my other trials of chemistry and foliars and herbicides and fungicides and not spend my money on tissue sampling. How much did I spend on these tissue samples? Tissue sample, $20, $20 or so to get one analyzed at the lab. One tissue or one, one envelope? One bag. One, one, bag. one, bag. one envelope so you're, with, you're, with eight of these in it yep. is only 25 bucks. 20 to $25 plus shipping. Dollars oh. plus shipping. Well, that's not terrible. But yeah. you have your time to pull all of it. Okay. You know, you know when it, you pay your intern. Yeah. <laughs> but on your question, you know, what's that return for this year? You may not be concerned about your return for this year, but it's what you can do to improve that field or that location for next year. So really, the cost is not the limiting. The cost is not the prohibitive factor. It's the time. So it's convenient. So, so what I learned from the tissue sampling is was my applications on time. Yes. Was my herbicide, obviously, it's going to be right. You're controlling weeds, you want it at a certain stage. Right. When is my wide dropping? Was I late on my wide dropping or was I too early and I run out the back mm -hmm. on my wide dropping? It helps me on timing of knowing what application to make. Maybe I should make an earlier wide dropping and then on this situation make two wide droppings or come back with a pivot and run up irrigation pass. Mm -hmm. So this is the thing that it's, it's, it's honing in on the time. Once that tissue sample falls, and it checks, you have stopped, it's very hard to go back up. Yeah. You can take the numbers back up, mm -hmm. but you checked your yield goal. You did. That's my main point as the, far as the tissueing is, if you're the average everyday farmer and you're not necessarily too concerned about tissues, you can put out different products and different ways of doing it to address it just to kind of maybe head it off in the past. But if you've got certain problems and your yield goal for the past 10 years has been to finally hit 200 bushel corn and you can only get 180 and that is doing the cat's meow of everything you're doing, mm -hmm. then pull your tissues and really get in depth and yep. have someone that knows what they're doing. Maybe you're finding, you'll, you'll, like you said, you'll find that limiting factor yes. and it might grab you that 20 yes. bushels and it was only just so a matter yes. of I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying every 20 acre corn or bean field you have, skip on out there and that, pull your tissues. That's the next tissues. question. I'm sorry, Chad. So what, so what we've done is our, our, the first yield go for our farm was around 230 bushel. Okay, at 230, there's a check mark. There's a wall and it's about yay high. You know, and it's hard to get over. Once you climb over that wall, the next wall is around 260 to 280. Mm -hmm. That's going to be the next wall. Once you get over that wall, the next wall is somewhere around 315 to 335. And, and you just keep climbing these walls, and there's different things that get you over these walls, whether it was timing of application or application or the way of application, uh, the amount of application. There's several things that get you over it, and that's what tissue sampling done for us was we honed in on the direction. It wasn't as much the numbers as much as it was the timing of knowing to keep that... Mm -hmm numbers climbing and not shaking. See, even though he acts like he's anti-tissue sampling, he brought it all around and this was supposed to be, if you're going to tissue sample, here's how. We did the how. Mm -hmm. Here's why. You just gave us a great why. And then here's what to do with the results. Last question. Stephanie, I farm a thousand acres of corn and a thousand acres of soybeans up in my farm in Indiana, which I don't want to say I did. How many samples should I pull? You gave me the thing about one acre, but if I have a thousand acres of corn, and it's, I, I got time, the $25 per sample, I understand it. How many should I pull? 
Should I grab four acres? Should I go to four different places? What's reasonable? I look at your soil type. So if you have varying soils in that field, if you have um, different growing conditions. So you want to be consistent whatever you do. If you're doing multiple samples in a year, always that same spot. Mm -hmm. So that same soil condition, that same time of day, that same cloud cover, that same hybrid you know, variety. It's going to be challenging. Keeping yeah. everything the yeah. same if you want a good trend. And then, you know, pick different spots on your field. But so what, a sandy I, spot, what I heard a there spot. was soil type is probably the way to do it. If I got if I got four main soil types yep. across that thousand acres, mm -hmm. try and stick four. with those yep. four. But always irrigated, non-irrigated, you've got to run that. That's a big sample. Yep. But don't compare different. So don't pull the sandy field mm -hmm. one time in your clay field the next time. Are we neighbors? Or, or to your neighbors <laughs> or whatever. Else. You know, stay got consistent it. in those And yeah, cycles. another good point. Irrigated versus non-irrigated, mm -hmm. you're gonna have a real different uh, plant type. Yep. I think we've done justice to if you're gonna tissue sample. I don't think anybody still it. knows if they want to tissue sample or not. I don't think we've answered any questions about if you should tissue sample or not. Well, but we did say if you're going to, here's how, that is true. and yeah. here's why, and here's what to do with the results. Yeah. Molly Alexander and Stephanie Zelenko, Agro Liquid, Chad Henderson, of course, with Extreme Ag, Damian Mason, wrapping it up here from Henderson Farms in Madison, Alabama. Stay tuned for more great stuff from Extreme Ag.